When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. shine everybody bears after dark is here never fear bears after dark with you on monday nights thank you so much for checking us out this evening as always we are proudly brought to you on a bears after dark presented by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook download the app and use that promo code chgo when you sign up it's a robust Monday night, as per always, in his CHGO t-shirt and his backwards hat, looking chippy and ready to go. It's Gregory P. Allen Braggs, fresh off a nice, solid Easter Sunday with his family. Gregory, how are you? Good. Uh, getting a little sun now. The, the, the warm weather is upon us, so uh, that, that sun beats off the Tyvek. Now I'm getting a little bit of redness, so uh, it's nice. It's nice. I'm excited for it. Yesterday, though, hanging out with my family, we were cleaning out the garage, and I had my all-time worst moment as a parent ever by far. Uh, my So I was I cleared everything out of the garage. I swept the whole garage out, and we have a, you know, epoxy uh, garage floor, so I was able to, like, spray it down and squeegee it out to really clean, give it a deep clean, and Addison – my five-year-old daughter's like, let me help. I was like, sure. I handed her the hose. And then she proceeds to start spraying me with the hose. And she thought that was hilarious. And it was funny. She caught me off guard. I was like, all right, you got me. You know, three minutes, five minutes later goes by. She's standing on a chair and I'm pointing the hose at her. And I'm like waiting for her to turn. And then she turns and I spray her and she starts freaking out. And she proceeds to jump over the high side of the chair in the driveway and lands hands and arms first, fa- basically face plants into the driveway. Oh. Took a nasty fall. And my wife was looking at me like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't expecting her to do that. Uh, the worst, uh, worst moment I've ever had as a parent. Very but she was okay. Stuff. She bounced right back up. Kids are resilient. Yeah, very yeah. odd start to the show here. Uh, Bragg's uh, potentially going to get 
um, Indiana's uh, DCSF coming over to. T- <laughs> well, I had to get my revenge on a five-year-old. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna I, let I, her <laughs> get one up on me. Right? No, I can't do that. Gotta gotta even up the score here. I I got it. Uh, Nick, how are you, buddy? Wearing your White Sox t-shirt. White Sox with a big win today. Dylan Two Seuss in a row. Up. You guys are really growing. Yep, we are we are back in the mix. I won one of my three bets that I placed on the White Sox during the show, during the last show we were on, Mark. So uh got the, the Sox money line. Everything else did not hit. But for who is it? People saying ugly shirt, calm down there. White Sox are they're going places. He'll be it'll be just fine. Right. Well, and Gary and, and everybody, I'm representing uh the dream that is the Bulls in the play-in tournament. I just I can't I can't wait for tomorrow night when they. And it was a play-in game. Now it's a play-in tournament. It's the play-in <sighs> tournament, Braggy. Uh, up to up to Toronto they go Wednesday night six o'clocker, and take out the Raptors, and then they'll get the winner of Miami and Atlanta, beat them, and then they're going to beat the Bucks in five. No problem. I got it. That so I am <laughs> I'm here for Matt Peck and Big Dave and Amazing Will and. My man Mark, who's doing great work. So, at any rate, CHGO Bulls, I got you. Never say die. All right, we got a busy show tonight. This is the Bears After Dark Sleeper Show. And I thought that we were perfect for this because, you know, I was in my mid-30s and the career hadn't necessarily taken off quite yet. So I would consider myself a sleeper uh, to be still talking to all you fine people here on CHGO Bears After Dark and everything else um, you know that, that had to take place for me to get here. Sleeper moves. Uh, Greg Braggs, of course, sleeping his way through Braggs in the stands to launch himself to this place. Nobody would have ever drafted Braggs in the stands five years ago to be the superstar that he is today. A complete sleeper in the media landscape. The guy that just called Waddle and Sylvie and begged and tried to be friends. And now all of a sudden, here he is, Gregory P. Allen Braggs. And of course, Nicholas Moriano, uh, not not our sleeper because he is our young superstar, but, you know, doing it differently, coming out of the audible, rising up through DePaul, getting videos. I mean, we're a bunch of sleepers here, so why should we not be doing the sleeper draft? Perfect. We're perfect well, I'll it. tell you why, because I have trouble <laughs> knowing the players in the first two rounds, let alone the last five through seven. But I'm going to give it a good old college try, even though I never went to college. Well, do you want do you want me to lead off because my, I you know I've been really going at my sleepers for about ten days straight here trying to come up with the best in, in the business. Either that, or I've been working at it for like the last five hours. One of the two. Yeah, you uh, lead it off. This is your. You show. want me to I'm lead saying, off? I'm driving home from work, lay brick all day. I'm like, what's going on? Have some fun. You're like, let's do a deep dive into sleepers. I'm like, really. <laughs> Really, Carm, you got to yeah, do this to me. Now I got to go home and do homework and and yeah, try to yeah. act like I know something around here. And everybody yeah. knows I don't. Gary's going to help me in the chat. Come on well, now. And, and, and feel free, uh, chat. You can throw in your sleepers, and we will break down your sleeper in the chat live in color right here on Bears After Duck. We are all in this together. Um, interesting here from, uh, hold on, from Johnny Sweats. Carm. I just finished today's earlier pod, and you should demand an apology from Hollywood Hogue. He did say there was one unanimous wide receiver, and you asked which one, and he went on his consensus rap rant. You're absolutely right, Johnny Sweats. For those who watched the noon show today, I was right. Hollywood Hogue was wrong, and for whatever reason, I did not get an apology. Nick. You've kind of become Canada. 
right? It's just blame Canada, right? The, the old phrase, blame Canada. It's now it's blame Carm or Cram, whichever you prefer. Well, I mean, you definitely apologize. You definitely piled on. What's up, Dylan? What's up, Alex? By the way. Um, by the way, why are you guys just so backwards hatty tonight? Should I go backwards hat? I always wear my hat backwards. Nick does for the most part too. I don't think I ever see him very much with that. Well, sometimes with some of those new hats he has you wearing the hat backwards. Like, like I know I'm no spring chicken here, but when you wear the hat backwards, it's like that, uh, gif where it's like, uh, what's up? Hello kids. What is it? How does it go with, uh, What does he say? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. (laughs) Are you calling me an old man in a backwards hat? Is that what you're doing? Somebody find the gift so I can explain this to Carm. Steven, if you don't understand what he's talking about, it's completely fine with me. Let me start with my number one guy. All right, you ready? (laughs) You ready for this? Carm sleeper number one now. Now, uh, who was who was the quarterback that you guys like to uh, make fun of me about? What was his name? Not uh, Cooper Rush, the other guy. Who was your? Other I, guy? I believe he started a bunch of games for the San Francisco 49ers before he got yeah, hurt. Brock Purdy. Oh, Brock yeah, Purdy. People yeah, have been yeah, tweeting because yeah. probably looking for the next Brock Purdy. Well, indeed, you're absolutely correct. I have been <clears throat> looking for the next Brock Purdy, and let me tell you something. Let me talk to you about a guy who was a four-year starter at QB, 50 of 55 games. I will take guesses in the chat as to who I'm talking about. This man is a four-time team captain. No Googling is allowed here. Four-time team captain, four-year starter, five-time letterman, all right? He led his team with 10 separate records. He set bowl records. He owns one 500-yard passing game, six 400-yard passing games, 18 300-yard passing games, 97 badass touchdowns to 37 picks. And yeah, by the way, he's also run it 469 times for 1,446 yards and 25 scores on the ground. Stenson Bennett. Nope. Damn it. That's, ah. Don't mm. listen to the chat. Michael Jordan is a great ch- guest by Jacob W. I'm not even looking at it. Uh. <laughs> not Stetson Bennett. Gary Ross is incorrect at Clayton Toon. Nobody. See, I told you, by the way, in the chat that I was the man with the sleepers. This, I, I mean, those are impressive numbers now. Let's, 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 yeah. do, do, do I need to read them again? I have no clue. Yeah, I'm, I'm off. Um, it's the one guy I was thinking. This would be a man out of East Carolina, the lefty, Holton Ehlers, ladies and gentlemen. Watch Holton. Not only he is the Eastern Carolina single-game holder for passing yards, 535 versus the Bearcats in 2019. Touchdowns in a game, six versus SMU. He is the... Pirates, all-time leader in passing yards, 13,927. All-time leader in total offensive yards, 15,373. And by the way, he's also got a really cool uh, website called Built When Broken because he lost a friend at 21 years old. You can go and you can support him and get a BWB t-shirt, which I'm actually thinking about doing. Um, Yes, I am looking straight for my next Brock Purdy, and I think I found him at East Carolina. 
I and the fact that I stumped Gary Ross is maybe the greatest accomplishment that I've ever had in the history of this podcast. So congratulations to me. Definitely Holton not easy. Ailers, damn it. Okay. That's that's a new guy. Okay. You you did some homework, Carm. I'm I'm looking forward to some of the other players that when you went that was your number one. I'm looking forward to the, the rest of the guys. Um well Greg, do you, you want to yeah, go nah. next? Or yeah, I mean, go? I I have a look. quarterback too. So if you oh, okay. go ahead, Mark. What? Okay. Well, I just want to point out that this this the level of depth that I went on here um, does not go ten deep here. So uh, let's just celebrate. <laughs> let, let, let's let, let's celebrate the Holt Nailers and by the Young Turks. Um, I won't read the rest uh, of your thing. Whoa. Down, which, I, we might not need to put that bet up, that one up there. There. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Bears no, after Bears after Jack, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a quarterback as well. Obviously, not an unknown name like you're saying. You're pointing at me. So, what do you want? I want one more thing. Can we? Uh, Andrew Town just put on there for the chat for those listening in the audio world. Sounds better than Peterman, and I would like to personally apologize to Nathan Peterman from all of us at CHGO, from Greg Braggs, Nicholas Moriano, Will DeWitt, Kevin Kadick, Jake Flanagan, Adam Hogue, Brandon Spano. He shouldn't get thrown into this, but I just did that. (laughs) Nathan Peterman signed a one-year contract extension. And correct me if I'm wrong, Gary Ross, I don't think we've mentioned that once on any podcast that we've done that Peterman is back on a one-year deal. We have just, we have completely just not given Peter, 0.0 respect for Peterman. And, and, and we got to be better. We got to look in the mirror. We have to, we got to, we got to, we got to realize that, 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 you know, it's not all about Justin Fields every damn second of the day. By the way, Justin Fields did a seven-minute interview on the top ten things that he likes to do in life, or that he absolutely needs these essentials. So we're going to be doing some essentials by the end of, at the end of the show here. Gary says we mentioned it. I don't remember mentioning it, but uh, you're back, Peter about Man. It. That, that's it. But that's that's yeah. a bad job. It's a bad yeah, job, that, you guys. Yeah. All right. So uh, you can you can you can move along now. Brags, uh, who who do you got in your who's your quarterback that can beat my Holton Aylers? And for the record, um, I looked at some interesting QBs that I was. I mean, I was looking for somebody off the beaten path. There is a QB down at Incarnate Word who had my attention for a minute. Uh, Lindsey Scott, who looks like a poor man's Kyler Murray. Uh, but I watched his highlights, and every one of his throws was in his highlight reel was late. Like guys wide open, doesn't hit him in stride, so he got he got taken out. Now Holton, this dude on the money in stride. So that's how if you're looking at how I came up with Holton, and not it wasn't just the stats. I was watching all the highlights and seeing, you know, do you hit said wide receiver in stride moving? I'm super excited about my running back, by the way. But go ahead. Now I'm done, Gregory. All right. That's great. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Troy James in the in the chat put, read my comments. His comment was, Cam Newton bears backup quarterback. Uh, so there you go, Troy. I hope you're happy. You make me a bicycle clown, you know, so I'll read the comment for you. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. But I'm going to just go with guys I have watched play, didn't have a chance to do a deep dive into – 
YouTube highlights of, of quarterbacks that I have not seen. So I'm not going to speak on players I don't know about. Um, Carm does great research, and he breaks it down. Nick and Will, obviously, and, and Adam do a great job with that as well. Me, personally, I'm going to just stick to what I know, and I have watched Dorian Thompson-Robinson play, and it does shock me that he's projected as a late-round quarterback. This guy has a lot of talent. He put up big numbers at UCLA, and he showed a lot of you know, athleticism. He's a dual-threat guy. Ran for around 700 yards, had 27 touchdowns. You know, he makes plays. Everybody's seen this guy play. So it does shock, it does surprise me that he's projected so late in the draft. He's obviously, to me, a perfect fit for the Bears. If he falls at the right spot, has good arm strength, like I said, good athleticism, you know, uh, you know, good ball placement. I've, I've watched a handful of his games. And if the Bears take him later in the draft and he's your third string quarterback that you're going to develop, I'll be really excited about that. So, like I said, I understand maybe that doesn't meet the qualification as this ultimate sleeper that nobody's ever heard of and Gary's never heard of. But at the same time, like I said, I want to stick to who I know in this process. And uh, that that's the name that I came up with. As far as a late round guy the Bears could acquire. Can, can you tell me who it is one more time? Because my ADD kicked in. Dorian Thompson Robinson, the quarterback from UCLA. Okay. He had, you know, uh, just looking over his stats, 3,100 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions, completing almost 70% of his passes, ran for 646 yards, and 12 more scores on the ground. So, you know, like I said, I mean, I think the majority of us have seen him play. He has a lot of talent. Gary's saying he's inaccurate. I mean – you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I watched every one of his games, but I'd be excited if he's a guy they take in the sixth or seventh round. I don't know where he's going to go. But well, if the to, Bears take him late, I would be completely fine with that. To uh, Gary's, and, and he probably knows better than I do for the record, but just stat-wise, sixth the nation in completion percentage, uh, you know, he's 696. So we're talking, you know, 70% completion percentage here. Uh, ran for 50 yards in seven games as well. Uh, those, those, those stats don't suck. Um, and one breakdown I saw of him, like I said, this is my personal breakdown, so I'm not going to act like I'm sitting here um, busting this out as far as my scouting report on him. But, you know, uh, one scouting report said DTR's accuracy is typically very good. He shows a fantastic feel to hit his target in stride, max, maximizing uh, yards after catch. He also shows an innate feel for touch to layer the ball between defenders and placing the ball where only his guy can get it. So, you know, Gary says he's inaccurate. Others disagree. So, like I said, a late-round flyer on a guy that came from a big school, a big program, put up big numbers, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. No, and I think the idea, too, for late-round sleeper guys – you're going to be banking on a lot of guys that have traits, maybe physical intangibles that put up good numbers at places. So he fits that category. And I like that both of you guys went with quarterbacks for a team that has not drafted a lot of late round guys. So that could definitely be a possibility. I actually saw my, one of my sleeper guys come up in the chat already. So I'll bring him up right now instead of uh, my defensive player. I was going to bring up. I know people want us to talk about defensive guys too. But Jake Witt, the offensive tackle out of Northern Michigan, been getting a lot of hype um, just seeing what the intangibles and what he was able to do. He's six foot seven, 302 pounds, ran a 489 
40, which would have ranked number one out of all offensive tackles at the NFL scouting combine, wasn't invited. He actually was a former tight end and was out of necessity, needed to play tackle for the team that he was playing on because they didn't have anybody. He also has a 37-inch vertical, which would have tied BYU's Blake Freeland uh, at the NFL scouting combine, but also a 10-foot-3 broad jump would have been the best among all offensive linemen in the past 10 years. And for someone that's a late-round draft pick, you're looking at intangibles. You're looking at physical traits. You're looking at guys that maybe can develop. There's no guarantee for, for any of these, like, seventh or even undrafted free agents and maybe someone that just sits on the practice squad and maybe develops, maybe can grow into a swing tackle position. Who knows? But he has a lot of athleticism and physical traits that you might as well take a swing on if you're late in the draft, you're trying to look for an offensive lineman that can maybe possibly be something in the NFL. I'm a little confused here, because and the chat apparently loves your uh, call here, Nick, so congratulations on the Jake Witness. Why does his uh, uh, leaping ability matter as an offensive lineman? Uh, that's just force, I think, power, drive. Especially on a broad, broad jump, get the hips involved when you're getting leverage on a defensive lineman. You need to be able to burst out of your stance there, Mark, and get someone I, off the line of scrimmage, you, vertical Mark, displacement. What, let's break it down to him in a in a instead of yep. a caveman, a cram man, you know, understanding. Yeah, please do. What do you use to jump? Offensive you, linemen do not jump. What they do, block. Answer the question, Cram. What do you use to jump? I've never heard an offensive lineman be described as. Look at him. He won't answer the question. No, I won't. What do you use to jump? My wings. Your legs. (laughs) You use your legs, Cram. Don't be, don't be difficult here. Okay. No, I I am. I am. I am. The stronger your legs are. That's what that means. Okay. Um, Nobody's saying. Did I? I, I, I've heard Paris Johnson Jr., Broderick Jones, and Peter Skaronsky broken down eight thousand times no one has mentioned leaping ability on any of them just for the record see this this man doesn't remember jerron gilbert jumping out of a pool and that's different that's different (laughs) if this dude was i I got one guys you know who has the combine record for offensive linemen verticals who's that tristan Wirfs. is he pretty good yeah that's right yeah there you go why was he jumping steven why Probably because of those legs, right? <laughs> All right. All right. I think I in a vacuum, in a vacuum, right? Oh, in a vacuum, my favorite thing in a vacuum. It, it's for explosiveness, just to see how much you can generate in a quick area burst. That's what I think the broad jump why likes to show. Carm, why don't you go back a little bit, stand up and jump, and show us how <laughs> high you can jump. We'll use the ladder as a – here we go. <laughs> see how high you can jump. Let's go. Get my, up. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my tennis balls, but um What are you doing? For people who are just gonna I want to my arguable goat hat okay. for my Ooh, not caring good. about the fact that the chat wants you to jump, Carm. Yeah. I mean uh, yeah. when the chat says jump, you say how high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I have the 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 requisite uh, video capabilities to get a good jump in, but maybe at the end of the show I'll right. jump for my love. Which, by the way, uh, the if Chicago everyone board, hits the like button, we'll yeah, get, how many likes we'll do we get get got on the show? Jump. Where's how many the likes at? How many likes we got? 
We'll get into jumping. <laughs> now people we want to see you jump, Greg. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Are no, we all going to no, be no. jumping? This is calm because be he was pushing against the jumping. Don't turn this around on me. <laughs> Listen, Juan, Juan Garibay with your four-inch thing. There, 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 there's one good athlete on this show right now, and it's the guy that's speaking into the microphone. Well, Nick, I give you. I'll, Excuse that's true. me. I'm Don't talk to Nick like that. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give Nick love. I do. He's, 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 a, he's an excellent ping pong player. He's, uh, he's an outstanding. He's got a good spiral on his football. Uh, I believe in his softball. He can. His jump shot does look like he's taking a deuce, and then he lets it fly. But you know, <laughs> um, I'll give him credit. And then the other guy here is. Uh, I did the pro day video. So don't thank you, Dylan. Yeah. I Dylan says Greg Braggs has the best pro day numbers. Carm is the arguable goat. Arguable yeah. the incentive word. I need a Lord of the Rings ladder now. Lord of the Rings ladder. I mean, Jake Witt, I'm looking up his numbers here at Northern Michigan. His longest reception and reception yards per game were forty four yards against Davenport. He made one solo tackle against Davenport, appeared in ten games. So you tell me that he transitioned to the offensive line? Is that what happened to Jake Witt? He had a necessity. I think one of their guys went down. They're like, go play tackle. He's like, okay. And he did, uh, did, I think all right in his first game that he had to like do it on the fly. So it's a guy that has transitioned. And there's actually been a lot of players that look at Cody Malk when he got to North Dakota state, he was a tight end and transitioned to be an offensive lineman. So it's not the, the craziest transition, but a guy that's still obviously learning, but he has a lot of the physical, physical makeup that you, you like. I mean, I don't want to go too hard at the Northern Michigan Wildcat Sports Information Department, but for a guy that's at least making the sleeper list on Bears After Dark, you would think that they could, you know, kind of give a more updated bio for a dude who's trying to get to the NFL. Come on, Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 Bragalicious, just because I love you so much, pal. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yes, sir. Can I give you a little bit of a breakdown that you did not add that it would have been useful? Have at. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson plays panicked at times, must take better care of the football, but he has an NFL quality arm with toughness and ability to create that will appeal to pro teams. His veteran presence will help him comp- compete for a backup role very early in his NFL career. That's from Dane Brugler in his Beast NFL Guide. So, I'm giving you credit for your guy. Right. I mean, obviously, he's got to have some deficiencies. That's why he's going later in the draft. Well, that's but you know he's a play. I mean, he made a lot of big plays. So you know, I mean, he was somebody that you know UCLA's on on TV a lot. Somebody that you know most people have watched. You know, playing at a big school like that, playing against tough teams like USC and things of that nature. Yeah, you're gonna. I mean, the guy has made plays. He's is he a perfect quarterback? No, but I think he's the perfect candidate for a backup behind Justin Fields, for sure. Well, yep, and you could have watched, if you wanted to, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. You could have watched him on Fubo TV, 140 channels of sports, shows, movies, and news, like that transition. I know I do. I love Fubo TV. You can stream it live uh, to your TV from any device. You can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Let that sink in. The most Chicago sports for the lowest price. That's right. They've got marquee for you Cub fans out there. They've got NBC Sports Chicago. Um, and, you know, they've got, uh, yeah, they've got a CHGO channel too. They're working on it at least. Uh, start watching immediately. Seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up, start watching. 1,000 hours 
of cloud DVR is included at no extra charge. Well, you can also watch local teams while traveling. It's uh, it's outstanding. Give it a shout. And, uh, yeah, watch any team that you want on on the old Fubo TV, on Marquee, on NBC Sports Chicago, Fubo TV. By the way, use the link in the description to sign up. 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. After you check out Fubo TV, you got to check out Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Actually, Mark's going to go get his Shady Rays right now if you're watching the YouTube. And Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn here at CHGO. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I have my Shady Rays in my car. Convenient, perfect on a day like today where the sun was shining and I had my Shady Rays so I knew I was covered. And what's awesome, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they tell us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHTO for 50% off two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. Shady Rays are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And quickly before we get on to some more of these sleeper picks that we have here in the draft, you got to know that the CHO Bears offseason coverage is also brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at ComEd.com slash Powering Base. So I want to bring up my next sleeper. Hold on. I'm taking the wheel here. Just relax because I got something special for you. Last time I saw Greg Braggs was last Wednesday, Nick. And we went to Guaranteed Rate. And every time this dude comes in my car, he leaves something. And here it is. It's like molding. Throw it away. Braggs is cherry cola. It is molding. Open it up and drink it. But I have a cup. I've got ice. I'm going to open it. No, you are not. Oh, you, no. You it smells fresh weird. to me. <laughs> He's going to drink my from a week ago. Here we go. Somebody in the chat was asking what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Crown and Coke. I'm not, it's fully it's, poured out. Bottle. <laughs> yeah, there's see, not an ounce of... In there. There's oh, not there an ounce go. of... There's not an ounce of fizz in this thing. <laughs> it smells it. terrible. <laughs> and I, 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 in my in my head, I was going to drink this, but this is no, an you're R.I.P. Afraid to, you're going to punk out? Yep, oh, my this God. Is, this is an R.I.P. You got to take a sip. You got to take a sip. Do it. It's got Do the it. ice. <laughs> you just said it was molding. It, there's this moisture at the top. Calm down. So, yeah, uh, Diddy Dodot in the chat was asking what I'm drinking. I am drinking Crown & Coke. Chubb's got it right. He also said, you know, uh, uh, Gregory Braggs looks lost when it comes to prospects. I'm never going to pretend like I'm someone I'm not on here. That is something I can promise you guys as the viewers. If I know about something, I'll speak on it. But if I don't, I am not going to sit here and pretend like I know something I don't. So I make no bones about it. Do I know all the players that are going to be drafted in rounds one through seven? Hell no. no. Nick, do I. Adam, Will, Carm, they're diving deep into this. The diehard, uh, if you become a diehard, you can have access to a lot of the research they're doing. 
I'm laying brick from seven to freaking four o'clock in the afternoon. All right, just, 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 but nobody but, wants to hear but, nobody. Come on, come on. I, nobody wants to hear you. Now be quiet. Now <laughs> there are players I do know about, so I will speak on those. And one of those is everybody knows my affinity for the Purdue Boilermakers. Be quiet, Carm. My affinity. Don't for kill the Krampa is one of the greatest uh, <laughs> chat moments in the history of Rob T. Don't kill Krampa is very good. Good job, Bob T. <laughs> Krampa. That's a great new evolution of the name. Uh, yeah, quiet, Krampa. So, Charlie Jones is someone I have watched more than a few times. He's somebody that is going to be in the later, you know, later rounds of the draft, and somebody the Bears absolutely should be looking at. He makes all the catches. I have a clip ready to go that wow. uh, a guy that we've pulled up here before that an opinion I respect can break it down much better than me. But I've watched more Charlie Jones games or Purdue games than probably any team outside of Notre Dame. So to me, this is somebody I am very comfortable saying if the Bears pick him up, they've got to steal depending on what round they get him. If they get him in the fifth round or later, this dude is a steal. He makes all the catches, but I'm going to let the clip speak for itself. Charlie Joe, kid out of Purdue, wide receiver. Mr. Consistent. And the way his ability to set up the defender, he goes across the middle, traffic ball, doesn't shy away from him. Everything about Charlie Jones that I've seen is he checks the box of consistent. Is he where he needs to be? Yes, but check. I love his focus too. He's laying on his back. He's catching the ball, tipping it. His concentration, catching the ball on the sideline, keeping it. Not one foot in, two feet in, going across the middle, catching the ball, knowing that the hit's going to come, catching it, getting hit, holding on to the ball, will be drafted in the later round, and has the ability to surprise some people in the end. He knows how to play ball. Shout out to Steve Smith. We've used some of his clips here in the last couple weeks recently. He's 100% right. This guy is a competitor, a fighter, a gamer. And if the Bears get him, they will be very lucky because he is somebody that I think can come in right away and make some plays for you, makes them in, in a, a lot of different ways, as you saw in that clip and the way Steve broke it down. I definitely think that Charlie Jones is something, somebody the Bears should be all over. I'll double down on that, Greg. He was somebody that I had as, uh, on my sleepers, and I knew you'd pick him up, so I'm glad we get to talk about him. But Iowa did him no service of trying to showcase his actual abilities as a wide receiver. They don't throw the ball there. So when he got to Purdue, he was able to showcase a little bit more of what he's capable of. And what Steve Smith talked about, you see that consistency with Charlie Jones. He's not going to be the fastest guy. He doesn't have the physical intangibles that some of these other wide receivers have, but he knows how to get open. He is going to be consistent. He also provides some special teams value too. So if you're looking at these late round receivers, how can they get on the field? Special teams is going to be a big part of that, but that's a guy that, you know, with a wide receiver room that has some names on it for the Bears – maybe just a guy on the back end that can work his way up the roster. I'm a big fan of Charlie Jones, his game and what he can do at the NFL level. He It, it translates to how we can get open, make plays, and be someone that just is consistently on a roster, is producing, never going to put up probably the big you know stats, but that's all right. He puts up what he needs to put up, and he can be a complimentary piece with a wide receiver room that already has some guys on it. What do you guys think of his Twitch? As a slot receiver, I think he's got enough to to work in the, the middle of the field, especially on some of those little arrow routes where you have to go in and come back out. I think you see that in his game at Purdue. So, again, it's not going to be elite level, but I, I like it enough. 
How many years did he start at Purdue? Well, he just transferred over. Transferred, right? So yeah. how many is the answer? I believe it was just last year. Uno. He came from Iowa, correct? Yeah, Iowa in 2020. So it was just one year at Purdue. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he was in Buffalo, 2017. And, and Purdue, the last couple of years, Rondale Moore, David Bell last year went to the Browns. He didn't do very much, but was somebody that a lot of Bears fans, including myself, wanted the Bears to draft. Now, this guy is a little more under the radar than those two guys. Obviously, you know, the athleticism is a lot different. But this dude's a fighter. Um, you know, Gary Ross saying he reminds me of Scotty Miller from Tampa. That's a decent comp for sure. Like I said, I, j- I just think this dude's a, a is a fighter is is the best word I can use for it. He makes a lot of different plays in different ways. He was he he's always he was the most dependable guy on their team in a high octane passing offense with O'Connell and uh, uh, the the head coach that uh, left for Louisville, uh, Jeff Brom. They 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 predicated their offense through the passing game, and Charlie Jones was at the center of that. So I would be really excited if they got him. For sure. I mean, and you know what? New Harper's got a good con- four four. So you know, my mistake. He does have that. He does have pretty good speed at you know at the wide receiver position. So um, that's that's kind of you know maybe sneaky, sneaky fast in a way. And again, we didn't see it enough, enough at Iowa. I didn't watch too much Purdue games, but uh, that's a guy. Now you're looking at the four four speed. And again, he put up some big numbers in one year at <laughs> Purdue. And Chubbs is saying a couple times in the chat, talking about him as a practice. How does he make the Bears better as a practice squad player? I disagree. I mean, right now they have Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, Valus Jones, and then who are their – you're going to keep, what, six or seven wide receivers, would you predict, Nick, for the depth chart? Seven? Uh, It's usually usually six or seven is what it usually comes out. So who are these last three guys that you're talking about? Equinamia St. Brown was signed to a one-year deal, but he's not guaranteed a roster spot. They're bringing back Chris Fink. (laughs) You know, he's got a – okay, we have – they signed him to a small one-year deal, Equinamia St. Brown. He's not guaranteed a roster spot because of that, guys. So you bring in a guy like Charles – he absolutely could – be on the depth chart. I mean, calling him a practice squad player this early in the game before we even get to training camp, I think is getting ahead of our skis there. I like the call, Braggsy. I just was kind of picking at it because, uh, you know, your boiler stuff is obviously heavy. Uh, I've said it a million times, though. I'm not even a Purdue football fan. I'm a Notre Dame football fan. Obviously, I follow Purdue a little closer because I'm around their, you know, athletic, uh, yeah. you know, sure. stuff. So, I'm watching. I forgot about that. Forgot. Forgot about your. Yeah. Front so it's not stuff. even like a bias thing. I'm not a Purdue football fan, but they do have. A, they've had good wide receivers come out of there, and this guy's is more of a sleeper than the last two that have came out the last two years. All right, I'm, you sold me, baby. Let's go. Bring bring him in. Uh, I he's got the uh, the sea of speed, according to Dane Bruglers, and I like dudes that. You can say see it too. That's a winner. You want to go next, Nick, or would you like me to take this one? You go, Mark. I'll, I'll go last here. You want to go last? Okay. All right. Now, this guy, when you talk about elite calm research and um, somebody that really excited me, and this is the – he's not the prototypical size. Let's see if people can guess what I'm talking about. But he is – one of just five players since 1996 
to have 3,600 rushing yards and 1,250 receiving yards in his career. By the way, this dude did this in not that many games, only 37 of them. He's got five career games with 70 yards rushing and 70 yards receiving. That's the most, I'll give you the conference, in Big 12 history. No other player had more than three such games. That would be Darren Sproles, Tavon Austin, uh, and, um, yeah, and Joe Mixon, Oklahoma. Those are the dudes that were putting up numbers like this. He is one of just two Big 12 players to ever record 3,600 rushing yards, 1,250 receiving yards in his career. The other is... That would be DeMarco Murray, who's had a pretty damn-ass good career and led the NFL in carries and rushing for the Cowboys before he got hurt. Is everybody saying, let me look at the comments. People got it? Yes, they do. There it is. Deuce Vaughn, baby. Have you guys watched Deuce Vaughn? He's he's a tiny, springy, explosive dude. He would be so much freaking fun to watch if we had this dude. Think Tariq Cohn on steroids. I mean, he is... As long as he's not Garrett Wolf. Not Garrett Wolf, you jerk. <laughs> I, mean, I said as long as he's not. I didn't say he was. I said he, as long as he's not. He is super tiny, but he's super fast. He is super exciting. His cuts are incredible. Robert Ben, eighty. We already have Valus. Don't let's not let's not make decisions based on having Valus or not having Valus. Um, I mean, this, this, this guy, he would be dynamic as a gadget player who, I, I mean, I saw watching his highlights, he had a ridiculous diving catch in the end zone, like full-out dive. He he caught a ton of, as I just laid off the stats, he taught, caught a ton of balls coming out of the backfield. Let's make things easier for Justin Fields. He's supposed to be a mid-round pick, fourth, fifth, sixth. He's, you know, this is not going to be a free agent. So, I, and yes, he is absolutely tiny, but I am looking for a late round steal. I am looking for a sleeper. I am looking for somebody who is super ass nice. K State fans, of course, love him. Uh, I texted with one of them. I got back. Let's see, what did I get back? Um, he's legit, legit. And the concern is, can he pass pro in the league? I'm not sure, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't make at least make it as a gadget player. You're not worried about this dude, you know, doing cut blocks. You're, you're worried. You're you're hoping that he's going to make plays for you and. This Bears offense still needs some playmakers. So that's my that's my uh, that is my second sleeper, baby. Give me give me give me Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, Mark. As long as you have realistic expectations for him, like he's not going to be like a three down back. He's a probably specific role type of guy, but makes plays. I like it. Uh, you know, he has a specific role, and if he can do that, then he's a late round pick that can you be utilized as another weapon here. We are going to finally – we're going to have a defensive player, and I know we have a super chat from Chubbs A2. So we're talking about offensive players again, boys. Yes. We are. We are. But now we're going to switch it over to the defensive side and real he's quick. Because he was being facetious about this this super mm-hmm. chat because he wants to talk about defensive players. You did not like, need to break that down. We know that he uh, – clearly we all got the sarcasm there. Okay, my bad. You and, you and best friend <laughs> I'll Chubby go back Lubby. to drinking whiskey. Uh, for, Chubbs was so, being sarcastic. <laughs> I know Chubbs. We're friends. And now we're, we'll talk to we'll talk defense <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Going with my defensive guy out of San Jose State at defensive end, Villame. You're just jealous because you don't Villame. have friends. I'm sorry. Well, maybe. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Poppy, Poppy, somewhere in the background. Villame Feoko, I think is, is the name here. 
276 pound defensive end out of San Jose State, 69 tackles. Nice. 19 tackles for a loss, nine sacks, two forced fumbles, one pass defense. But the guy, when you watch some of the impact plays that he had for that San Jose State defense, he's winning with a bunch of different ways. There's sometimes where he shows a little bend. I would say that's not the strength of his game, it's really the power he generates on some of these tackles that he's going up against is able to kind of collapse the pocket that way. There was one rep where he had a spin move that actually was turned into power and he kind of knocks a tackle back into the quarterback, always looking to attack the football. So when, when I think of how this can translate for the bears, he's going to get, have a high motor. He's going to give it his all hit, really hit the hits principle that Maddie Refluce is looking for. He also has some position versatility as someone that can play on the outside move in but i just like him as a late round guy and it's going to be up to the defensive coaching staff to kind of mold him to what they want to be but guy plays with a lot of power and a lot of effort and i think that will translate to what the bears are looking for in a defensive lineman especially they're looking for guys that can just get to the quarterback they didn't have enough of that last season why not use it at a you know a late round guy like this who did have more production each year that he played Braggs, would you like to try to pronounce it no i would not what kind of what effort is, is that? that <laughs> how well, how does it start? I mean, let me let me Google it and then I'll V-I-L-I-A-M-I. Fioco. Villame Fioco. One of Villame Fioco. Villame Fioco. Villamu Vioco. Villamu Viococo. Can you just keep going on a loop? Because I think this could really send. This could launch us. This could take CHGO to the next level if <laughs> we just keep going. Can you do a spaces with your friends later tonight and just say that name for, for seven hours? Just over and over and over. I'll, I'll, I got a friend, I'll Justin, that does that all the time. So, I'll, yeah. I'll t- Vilamu Viococo. All right. Uh yeah okay I like it Nick I I we and we do and thank you by the way uh for giving us some defensive presence on the show it is it is true but that we probably do need that however um you know I'm I'm about I'm about uh, playmakers and they can figure out the defensive side it doesn't it but doesn't move we gotta what? give Nick credit because I do he's kill, I do he's, kill, he's killing it the guys yeah. he's brought up his, yeah. it's just lighting up the chat yeah so no absolutely. This is Greg his wheelhouse. Well, job, this is not my wheelhouse. This is Nick's wheelhouse. So Greg, would you like Nick to t- cook? Would you like to tell us about Goose Island, Greg? Sure, I would love to tell you about Goose Island. I love talking about Goose Island because they're just great people, and we appreciate all their support every single day here at CHGO. Because CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. So many great options like the Blackhawks Pale Ale, Bull City 312. Beer Hug IPA series and my new favorite, No Plans, which Adam Hogue was drinking while he was hanging out on his back porch watching the Masters. Goose Islands, two local stations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton, or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company, the best in the business. 
Mark, can we have a discussion real quick about our good friends at ComEd? You ready? Uh, I absolutely am ready, Nick. And uh, we, of course, can talk about our good friends at ComEd. Great, because the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, Mark, is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That's what you got to love. And yeah, as well as that, uh, Nick, ComEd also offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers like Greg Braggs of all sizes across the territory, big and small. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. So how exactly does that work, Mark? You know, that's a great question, Nick, and let me explain it to you. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. It can be done in person or virtually, and it does last for about two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will get their detailed energy report, and their efficiency products projects will be laid out. They can start working on those immediately. Each recommendation will include an estimated energy savings, a cost savings, a project cost, potential incentives, and a simple payback. It's essential, by the way, if you own a business, don't wait. You want to get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz? I sure did. Schedule it today. Let's Ladies go. and gentlemen, let's go. Let's go, Braggs. Uh, all right, Nick, you found something from Justin Fields that we should bring to the table and we should all talk about as we hang out here on bears after dark why don't you lay this out for the team yeah so justin fields did a interview with gq magazine and in the interview it's about seven minutes long they asked him about the couple of things and he listed 10 that he can't live without you guys and you can go check that out um, if you just look up Justin Field, 10 things Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields can't live without you. Was one of the them video pop CHGO up. Bears. Braggs will tweet it out. Unfortunately, one of them was not CHGO Bears, but that will probably be in an, an so, up-to-date list. So he's sleeping. This is the sleeper show, and he's sleeping, he's sleeping. on us. Yeah. we got to get so, him to wake up. Things that you can't live without, top 10, or anything that comes to mind, feel free to throw it in the chat. We've got our own, but we're going to go through Justin's list here yeah you guys and so let's i'm gonna listen from one to ten then we can talk about some things that we can't live without and for justin he starts with not in any particular order but the first thing that was mentioned was the bible app he's big into that he actually has um uh, a verse tattooed on his chest the second one are acai bowls he loves acai bowls says he eats them six to seven times a week goes to the one in libertyville lola's bowls gotta check it out i go there too that, that, that's uh, where you go right that's where I go. Wrote a you know story about them. A lot of the Bears players, so I could check that out. Um, but Acai Bowls two, number three of the headphones and guys. He actually wanted to be on American Idol. Thinks he's a pretty good singer. Uh, I don't know if he still thinks that way, but Justin Fields is big into his headphones. And then you know you have to throw in some uh, product uh, endorsement here for for Justin Fields. Essentia Water is one of them. C four Energy. I, I do like my C four myself. Number six sunglasses and you know if you're going to get sunglasses might as well get some shady rays he also likes jewelry and what's it was funny um 
he said in the video he doesn't buy real earrings anymore because he loses them all the time. So the ones he actually had on, he said they're just from Amazon. And he said they shine just the same. So if you see the bling that he's rocking uh, for his earrings, Amazon earrings, you guys. <laughs> it's good for Justin Fields. It could be good for you too. Number eight, or the eighth thing was football. Nine is family. And the tenth thing he mentioned was his little doggy Uno. And he shared a funny story how he thinks his dog is petty. And that one time he was gone for too long, like four hours, he said Uno went up onto the couch, onto the counter, in the middle of the stove, took a shit right in the middle of there, and then kind of walked down. And then Justin was looking for where this poop was at and found it right in the middle of his stove. You have to go check out the interview because I think it's hilarious how he explains it. It's an elite move by Uno. I don't believe mm-hmm. Fields' story that he was just gone for three or four hours. I think Uno could have held it for longer than that. But since <laughs> I, I think this is more like a seven-hour jaunt, and Uno was Probably. like, you know what, this is BS. I'm not, if you're going to make me do this, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna. putting this anywhere near where I hang out, so I'm going to go up on this stove, and I'm going to put it right where you're going to see it. And I'm going to stick it to you. And Uno is an elite animal. If if Greg Braggs was a dog, he'd be like Uno. <laughs> he's got his own Instagram, too. So you can go follow Uno on his exactly. own Instagram. Yep, he's, he's a big deal. <laughs> Uno with the deuce from Juan. That's a good <laughs> chat. Good job, Juan. Well played. Good job. I like yes, it. Yes, Gregory? Nothing. No reaction to any of that. That's amazing. I don't. What, what do you want me? You reacted. What did you want me to do? I'm ready with my list. I don't okay, care about Justin's list. Justin didn't exactly. have us on his list. So forget his list. I'm interested in my list and your list and Nick's list and the people in the chat's list. Yeah, exactly. You, I could just see that you were not interested in something. So you were, you, it was all about you. I don't know. Wanted- I don't care if he's not going to put us on his list and I don't care about his stupid list. Yeah. 57,000 uh, <laughs> followers, according to the bullseye insight for Uno. Uh, Uno's doing better than the three of us combined. That's yes. unfortunate. All right, Gregory, what's on your list? Top 10 things you can't work, live without. All right. I can't live without summer in Chicago. There's nothing, to me, there's nothing, there's no better place in the world than summer in Chicago. I I love it. I love going to Wrigley. I love my summers in Chicago. So you can laugh at that all you want. I can't live without whiskey. I love <sighs> A good whiskey and coke. Uh it, it's 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 my lifeblood. I mean, some would say my brick juice is my lifeblood. Jonathan Otten, there's the brick juice right there. But whiskey is more of a staple. Um uh, I don't overdo it though. Uh I'm a big uh, swimmer. I love swimming. What I could not I could not Did live not without swimming. I swim every day. I got a pool in my backyard. I'm what? ready to open it up this week. It's supposed to be 80 degrees here in the next couple of days. I might open it up and start swimming now. Because I you love have a, me. Yeah, I've got a pool. pool. Of course I got a pool. Who what, are why you? Why is that so shocking? And none of what you just said, none of it, none of this resonates at all. You don't look at like I don't think you've ever been in a body of water. And and now you Carm, <laughs> if you want, we can go to a pool anytime you want. From end to end, I will beat you swimming. If I, you want to bet, we can throw it down. And you will find out just how good of a swimmer I am. I don't know you if ready? I, 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 you ready. No. Ready for the smoke? No. First of all, I'm a bad swimmer. Second, I'm then horrible be swimmer. Quiet. Second of I'm all, I'm telling my list. Okay, keep going. Go my, ahead, buddy. Number two is steak. I eat steak probably more than anyone on this earth. Number two is steak. 
100%. Medium rare. If you do not cook your steak medium rare or ask for it when you go to the restaurant medium rare, you will be judged by me. You, I mean, if that that's like crossing the line. If you go medium, I'm looking at you with judgmental eyes. Number one, and this is an obvious one, I cannot live. What are you looking at? I cannot live without Twitter. If I didn't have Twitter, I would probably have a meltdown. And when they were like saying it was going to shut down in like December, I was like, I was very nervous because Twitter is my lifeblood. I can't live without my spaces. I can't live without Twitter. So the one that didn't make the list is the movie Interstellar. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Great movie. Don't hate Christopher Nolan. One of the best directors of all time. I watch Interstellar a lot. So if I didn't have energy, like, you know, they go to an island, you get one movie. Interstellar would be my movie. Okay. What? Um, what is your list? Let's hear this great list. Well, <laughs> Number so, one, Poppy. That would be a great one. But, um, I, I mean, I went for the, 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 the basics here. You said summer in Chicago. I went with more of the elite sunshine. I need the sun. You, you know, if you, if you kick me out of Chicago, I'll survive if I can have the summer somewhere. Uh, you, of course, want to throw love to this city, which is beautiful, but that's fine. I got sunshine. Um, I put my, in my number two things I can't live without. I put uh, good old sex. That's right. You gotta have you gotta have sex in your life to uh, make your life go round. That can be uh, that doesn't necessarily have to be with another human being. Ideally, it would be, but I need <laughs> I need I need I need that ability for me to function on a daily basis, whether I'm in a relationship or out of a relationship. Sex has got to be in there. Alongside of that, not necessarily even on the platonic side. I got massage and rub and touch i need to be touched i need i need some i need some tenderness in my life i need a little back rub i need a little shoulder rub i need a little temple rub i need touch in my life i need whiskey i mean what are we talking about here how horny so... do we have to get with this list well i did use i mean i you know what else i need i need to be able to shower i like a good shower i like to get clean i like to i like to stand <laughs> under a flowing water i like the peace of the shower i like i like everything about a good shower moment i like a good steam shower if we can really live the dream on an on an elite level i I'm going to, I'm, you know, my list is so much better than your list. It's not even close. I, I did put in there, excuse me. I got to take a sip of water. That's right. I need a Brita with some water, mm, water. Mm. Mm. Absolutely delicious. I need my hydration. You want to go for the whiskey. I need a beautiful flowing, delicious, clear hydration let's go me and you water the only liquid that you actually need in life thank you so much god's country i love you to the end of the world and by the way water sunshine ice everything about uh, just it, it, water it, it's so good and i did put in there i absolutely have to have it i i need it i love it to the end of the earth that's right that would be my tennis where are you give me here you are buddy that's right this beautiful tennis ball to 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 have and to hold till death do us part. Uh, uh, the the serve, the forehand, the backhand. Not my list. Swimming is better than tennis. No, 
Summer in Sw- Chicago is, is better than summer anywhere. Have swimming, you ever been? Have you ever sw- had summer in Iowa? It doesn't I, hit the I, I same lo- as summer in Chicago. You're, 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 Whiskey you're, is better than water. So everything you're saying, besides sex, which I think everyone here can agree is great. I didn't realize we were going horny after dark. Okay, so not, three of not, my things are better than three of your things. I, I, I okay? disagree. I'm and not, then the, the rubbing, t- the rubs or whatever you're doing. I, I, no, no one said anything. No well, one said I mean, anything about sex. I mean, rubbing. I said a massage. I said I didn't yeah, say anything about sure adult. Did. Enter- I didn't say anything about adult entertainment, Gregory. <laughs> I did, the reason why I looked at you with the swimming is, I mean, no, with all due respect over there, I just don't see you as a workout guy. You know, I. I You're going to find out. You're going to okay, find out. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, your turn, Nick. All right. I don't know how I can top these first two lists, but I'm going to try here. Uh, I put down my first one uh, Things I Can't Live Without, Friends, Family, My Girlfriend. Um, they. Showed me a lot of support when I was trying to get into this industry. Wouldn't be here without any of those people. And your friends included with all you guys here at CHGO. So I appreciate everyone uh, that, you know, has helped me get to the position I am right now. I have my doggy Brady. Uh, it's, my day literally starts with that little guy and probably ends with that little guy going on walks, getting up at 6 a.m. I, I have a thing of tennis balls too, Mark, but we use those to play catch. Use those to play catch every single morning. So. Yep, they love uh, it. Put my dog Brady. Working out is big for me, whether it's you know playing basketball, lifting weights, playing any kind of sport. I need to have it. I try to consistently go to the gym anytime I can. If I'm bored, I'll go out, work out. Just went for a run after our show, Mark, earlier today after I'd worked out in the morning. So it's just part of what I do. For football, I literally cannot live without it, whether it's you know the Bears on Sundays, when I was playing high school football, flag football before that, life is centered around the sport. We are talking a Chicago Bears podcast right now. So I cannot live without the sport of football because it is a part of my life from since the beginning now, it feels like. And then my last one is a big thing for me is technology. You always see me with an, you know the phone, the, whether I'm giving tech gadgets to Greg to use at the scouting combine. Uh, everything I have here in my setup here, I got monitors, uh, whether it's the PlayStation, it doesn't matter. Technology is also a big thing for me that I like to use. Good call, Nick. That would see, you know, Greg says Twitter, you say phone. And that's really what Greg is talking about. You helped Greg get to where he needed to go. No, I didn't. I Twitter. I can live without the rest of it. Twitter is the one I, I, I need. Do you do, you do Twitter life. on your phone or do you do it on your computer? On my phone. I don't exactly. do anything on my computer. Exactly. No, don't try to pick apart my list. <laughs> I, it's I, my I, list. Leave my list alone. Okay? I, I'm here. I, my 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 job on this show is to pick apart everything you do. That's that's the that's what that's what that's <laughs> what Kevin, including you, Cram, and everyone in the chat saying, "Oh, Greg, work out this, that, and the other." You guys wouldn't last half a day on the job site, laying brick, building scaffold, picking up, put putting mud up three scaffold high. So for all the Greg don't work out, I do eight hours of working out the bricks every day. So you, Cram, and everybody else, come on the job site. Let's see how long you last. You won't. Let's just remind everybody that that uh, yours, yours truly, Mark Carmen, walked the steps at both Wrigley and Comiskey and that is Soldier hard. Field. I w- from, I, yeah, I'll give from you 19, respect for that. From 1992 
to 2009, all right? And you sit there, you probably lay a brick, and the next thing you know, you're getting, you're on Twitter, you're watching CHGO. No, you're, no, you're, no. Yeah, not when we're cooking, okay? Not, if we're laying stone, I might be able to pop and look and uh, take a look yeah, here. That's there. right. But that's if we're right. laying brick, we it don't stop. So don't sell short what I'm doing, okay? But I will give you respect for going up them steps because that is not easy, especially at Soldier Field in the upper tank. If you were vending beer in the upper tank at Soldier Field, you are a tough SOB. There is that's no question because that's that's back pain for a lifetime if you don't know what you're doing. Because going up those steps once is well, not you know, easy. And, and Bears fans are just so understanding when you're up there, too. They're just very calm. Get that beer up here right now, beer man, or I'm going to throw you off this <laughs> upper deck. Sir, absolutely, I'll be right there. You're a football fan. Rise and shine. Karma's coming. Um, okay. So That's, Alex I says, th- I think you know, bricklayers are the baddest MFers out there. I will say this much. I would put roofers ahead of bricklayers. Roofing is something I would never want to do. I love bricklaying. Roofing seems to me tougher. And if you look at every most of the guys that do roofing, they're shredded. They are shredded. Because it takes a lot of hard work. So, you know, bricklaying isn't the only hard trade. It's definitely one of them. Iron working. I iron work for two years walking iron. That is terrifying stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Being on scaffolds a lot easier. All right, we got two things we got to do before we get out of here. First of all, uh, we want to say hello to the Bears' newest free agent acquisition. That is punter Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson is signed on the dotted line, and he is going to compete, apparently, even though he's not going to because Trenton Gill is going nowhere. But Ryan Anderson will be somebody that's coming to training camp to punt uh, before he gets the boot. 28 years old, no pun intended. 28 years old, out of Alabama. Um, Actually, I have that wrong. Excuse me. What's the wrong Ryan Anderson? Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fault. Cramapedia. Cramapedia. <laughs> Cramapedia just got it wrong. Um, yeah, 27. Patriots undrafted free agent out of Rutgers. Thank you very much. Out of Rutgers. He was in a rookie minicamp in 2018. He's been with the Birmingham Iron and the now defunct AAF. He earned a contract with the Giants following another rookie mini train camp in 2019. He was waived in August. In his lone year at Rutgers, Anderson set the school punting average record. It was named all big time. Welcome to the Bears for however long you're going to be here, Ryan Anderson. I know Gary was very upset. He's uh, uh, and Gary's letting us know he's a lefty punter. There we go. You get a different look, right, when you're at training camp uh, with a lefty, um, especially for punt returners. You get to get that kind of look for you know whoever can have a, a, a lefty punter later on in the season. But a training camp body is how I will look at. Um, Good old Ryan Anderson there. And Rutgers have beaten my Purdue men's basketball team two years in a row when they were the number one team in the country undefeated. Both times Rutgers were the first team to take them down. So if I go to camp and I see Ryan Anderson there, I'm going to boo him. Wow. <laughs> he won't Seems, know why. Uh, little bit uh, maybe I'll just yell boiler up. I don't know. I'll have something planned for him. Seems like misplaced anger. Uh, Lastly, Cole Komet touching down in Germany, which is interesting with Bears and Chiefs and whatnot. 
Uh, Nick, you're all over this Cole Komet uh, overseas travel situation. Congrats, I guess, to Cole for exploring the world. Yeah, exploring the world. Uh, it's just interesting, guys, with all the rumors, right, with Cole Komet or, you know, being in Germany right now, the Bears possibly playing the Chiefs in Germany. And we'll, we'll know officially once the, the schedule gets leaked out in May, but I'm down to go to Germany, you guys. If we're, you know, covering the Bears out there, seeing them play the Chiefs takes a home or a home game away from the Chiefs, which is a big advantage every time an opponent goes there. But just more, more breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, I mean, I think because a lot of Bears fans are upset that it won't be in Kansas City if it does happen, and you know, to me, I don't know how you can feel that way as a Bears fan. We have a very little chance of winning at Arrowhead. We have a very little chance overall of beating the chiefs, but any given Sunday, right? If they're playing this game in Germany, where you now are adding in travel and everything else. And, you know, having gone to London when the bears played at Tottenham Hotspur stadium and watching bears fans take over that game and hearing people that were there that had seen some of the other games at London saying this was the most intense atmosphere that they had seen of any of the NFL international games yet. And that was because bears fans traveled so well i have no doubt chiefs fans will also travel well but it will not be a home field advantage for them like it would obviously be at arrowhead so i am all for that game one of our true road games being now a neutral game where bears fans have a chance to even the playing field and you know you've got you know um you know the travel that's going to be an issue and everything else I'll take that a million times out of a million. I mean, that 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 sets up great for the Bears. Uh, excellent points, Gregory. And I would just say this, though. Nothing better than walking into Kansas City, an overrated Arrowhead. Gets so much love for the noise. I spent three years down there. Overrated. That's right. It's a good stadium. They're loud. It ain't anything that's crazier than soldier field at its best nope sorry don't it just gets in my opinion and when the chiefs they the chiefs overpriced their club section so there's always before they got to be the chiefs of today that thing was there was always tons of empty seats but regardless um i just think it's cool that cole Komet is seeing the world and you are right. It'll be less of a home field advantage if we play in Germany. I think we'll have home field. More Bears fans are going to travel. And the game in Germany, with both fan bases being as intense as they are, will be awesome. So, yeah, I think we'd give Germany a good show. I think it would just be a lot of fun to see that. So I hope that that's the case for sure. Uh, I don't know if you heard with the Chiefs, speaking of the Chiefs, that dude that dresses up as a wolf that was robbing banks. We talked about him during the season. Did you hear the latest about him? No. He, so he was on house arrest and now he's on the run and no one can find him. So wait, hold on a second. Are you telling me that Casey Wolf, the mascot? Yeah. That wolf guy that was robbing banks, they put him on house arrest and now they can't find him. He's on the run because the reason uh, that spurred up on my timeline was uh, the Kelsey brothers have their podcast and they were trying to get him on as a, as like a, um, a guest, an undercover guest. They wouldn't, they were like promising they wouldn't reveal his location. Then the Kelsey's got a bunch of blowback. Like, why are you giving this guy a platform? He called a gun to people and da 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 da. And then they were like, okay, we're sorry for suggesting that. 
But through all of that, it revealed that he is on the run. He did try to reach out to him. So I don't know. That story just keeps evolving. The Wolfman. I don't know. You know? Have Iron you ever G- been on the run? Have I ever? <laughs> Dude, we got to tell all my stories. Real yeah, question. I've in the cops a few times. Yes. Yeah. Oh, why? Yes. I, know I was actually getting a real thing here. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, In high school, well, a lot of things. I, I, I caused a lot of problems. And at one, a couple of times I've ran from the cops. Yes. Okay. And that, well, would you like to tell that story or would you like to keep that to, to yourself for the rest of your life? No, I'll keep that one to myself. But yes, I have ran from the cops. Sure. 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 All right. Well, don't judge. Don't- no, know, judgment. I grew no judgment. No judgment. I'm uh, a good husband, a good father now. I caused a lot of trouble in high school and I grew up. So, you know, for all of you that want to judge players coming into the NFL that have some things they need to grow up, everybody's got some growing up to do. I still, even at my tender age of 37, I still have growing up to do. So, you never stop growing. Were you ever fingerprinted? No. Well, yeah. Yes, I have been fingerprinted a couple times because I went to, I got arrested a couple times. So they they book you, you know, when they when they arrest you. So yes, I have been fingerprinted. Nick, any fingerprints in your past? <laughs> uh, not only the one you get when you get like your, you know, that ID when you're about in uh, elementary school, you get a fingerprint. But that's is that's anybody else it. horrified here other than me? Um, what? <laughs> I feel like Greg, you've kind of talked about this already. It was on the After Dark show. You get pulled over with a little weed, you go to jail. I mean, that's what happens when you're 17. Yeah, no, I get it. it. Well, non-violent drug offender. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Now, yeah, when I was doing it, it was like this big secret. You weren't allowed to do it. Uh... Now they have billboards and stores and everything else. When I was doing it, I don't do it anymore. But when I was doing it, it was like, oh, this big... This big uh, taboo thing you weren't allowed to do uh, or tell anybody, even though you reeked like it at all times. All right. Double hats. This 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 is fantastic. I mean, I, <laughs> I I I got fingerprinted in Game Four of the nineteen ninety three NBA Finals when I was going to try to, well, where I debated sneaking into Chicago Stadium for Bulls and Suns, and uh, unfortunately, I told the wrong person what I was doing, and they took me to. Uh, the pokey story for another time, but uh, I was fingerprinted and I was touched in places that I did not uh, choose to be touched. In. <laughs> it's a very, very aggressive frisk situation there at good old uh, Harrison and uh, wherever I was at. But good job by those Chicago police officers being very thorough with dangerous Carm, who was trying to. Did we get to the like allotment for you to do a jump? Uh, by the ladder or no we didn't get to it I don't you want know. me to do a jump i don't think we need to do the jumps <laughs> we're, we're at 47 likes by the way 47 so likes on the whole show yeah that's not we enough that. we gotta do way that's better. Not enough. what do we do wrong tonight we this is this is a terrible job by us it's probably the what are out. these stickers in your background steven what's going on back there this is a kitchen okay <laughs> what are you looking right, at oh, stuff on yeah. the wall Those are we stickers. put I'm upset with how we did tonight. We're going to have to do better next week. I, I'm going to blame myself. I'm going to look in the mirror and think about how I can be better. By the way, tomorrow on the Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano, Mark Carmen, CHGO, Bears at Noon, we will be looking at edge rushers. Edge rushers will be breaking down. 
at noon tomorrow. So it should be an awesome show. Braggs, are you in uh, again this week on any shows at CHGO? I don't think I'm going to be able to make it this Wednesday. What about your other shows? I have no other shows. This is my show with you and then on Wednesdays, but this Wednesday I got to lay bricks. Well, we'll miss you on Wednesday. We love you now. You are outstanding as per always, and I look forward to uh, spending more time with you in this space. Do you mean that? I want to go swimming with you. (laughs) That sounds so... (laughs) Uh, All right. Thank you, Jonathan Auden. You can't be better. Uh, that's very nice of you, but we can, and we will, and 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 I from from this tennis ball straight to my heart to all of you. Have a great rest of your night. Congrats to the White Sox winning today. Cubs are ahead to, on top of the Mariners. Last time I checked, the Bulls are playing tomorrow. We'll make that Wednesday night, and the Bears are 17 days away from the draft. By the way, come on out to our draft party. I, I feel like we're you all know about it, but just to remind you, uh, we're doing it. F- Thursday and Friday night, Joe's on Weed Street. Um, it's going to be amazing. It'll be yep. all of us, Hogue, Wooten, um, Bears, drinks, fun, festivities, life. DeWitt. Will DeWitt. Uh, people can come over and sleep at Carms if you need to. I'm right down the street. Let's go. Otherwise, we can go back to braggalicious where he's got a pool maybe we'll have a pool party if the pool gets set up good night grandpa see you later thanks for watching